you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Jalen Hurts, his journey in Alabama. He is 26-2, and two, and he gets benched in the national championship game against Georgia. It would take a lot to pull a guy who's been clutching his career. A lot of fire so the world can see. I've been through a ton of different things and experiences. I've always felt like I was born for the storm. The Philadelphia Eagles select Jalen Hurts. Probably didn't even want to draft me here. Is there a point where Doug makes the change? Give me the rook! Hurts has ignited this team. I had a purpose before everybody had an opinion. It's not about anybody else. Eagles fans are like, is this the guy? You have to kill him with your legs. He's going to score! Make the throws. Beautiful throw by Hurts. Kill him with your mind. Total domination. The Philadelphia Eagles are heading to Super Bowl 57. Eagles line! I honestly feel like there is no arrival. There's only the journey. And that journey led to a massive extension for Jalen Hurts announced yesterday. Philadelphia Eagles keeping him in town through the 2028 season. The first time the Eagles have ever signed anyone with a no trade clause. Welcome inside Good Morning Football. Live in New York City, it's Tuesday, April 18th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That is Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCourty. How about the details yesterday that emerged for one quarterback in Philadelphia? I know. I love it. The cool thing to say is Jalen Hurts got paid in all capitals. Everybody says that's the phrase. And he did. Got the bag. Yeah, he got the bag. Secured it. Big bag. Secured. Big bag, yes. His agent, Nicole Lynn, tweeted she needed a Brinks truck in January, and then she found one come this time of year. For all the details on the Jalen Hurts extension, here's our very own Ian Rappaport. A monumental day for the Philadelphia Eagles, a historic day. Jalen Hurts. And the Eagles have agreed to terms on a five-year, $255 million contract extension, making this statement very clear. Jalen Hurts is, in fact, the franchise quarterback for the Eagles now and in the future. Some of the details of this deal, five years, $255, $51 million average per year. That makes him the highest paid player in the NFL based on the new money average, $179 million plus in guarantees, $110 million fully guaranteed. Hertz also, and this is important, gets the first no-trade clause in Eagles history, so he is in control of his own future on this deal, which pays him through 2028. Also, and this is worth noting, it is historic because his agent, Nicole Lynn, now is the largest deal ever done by a female agent in sports history. All in all, a day where everyone can walk away smiling and no doubt the Eagles and Jalen Hurts can walk into the future together. Okay. An incredible number and that keeps Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia through 2028. The Eagles have their guy under center. Uh, this news came out 
midday on Monday. So, Peter, your initial reaction to this news, probably expecting it was coming, but now that it's reality, what do you think? I was happy for everybody. I think we all are. You know, you want to see not only the best players, but the best young men in this league get compensated for their work. It's a second-round pick. It's not a first-overall pick. It's a second-round pick who has earned his way onto the field and has done it. Um, but kudos to all the parties involved in getting it done and getting it done first. Like, I know Howie mm. Roseman wanted to get this thing done first. And when I first, I'm saying Justin Herbert's coming and Joe Burrow's coming. And the second you start setting the bar at a certain level, you don't know where that's going to go. But if you can dictate the narrative and you could be the one to say, hey, on our terms, let's make it work for both sides, it's great. But Howie Roseman, of course, Nicole Lynn, the agent, but most importantly, this guy, Jalen Hurts. Uh, who, when we drafted, a lot of people rolled their eyes in Philadelphia. They already had Carson Wentz, and we know the story. We did it for the last three seasons and talking about it. But getting paid now this way, that's real money. That is money that he can go home tonight and he can tell his family, not only are we taken care of, my kids' fa- my kids' eventual families are going to be taken care of, their kids' families are going to be taken care of, and their kids' families are going to be taken care of. And, oh, yeah, he's 24 years old, so he's probably going to hit it again. He's 24, so he can hit the contract again. Um, an incredible job by all. And I said this on Twitter last night, and I mean this, and I think it's going to become interesting with Cincinnati and the Chargers as well. When the owner gives you the keys to let everyone do their jobs and spend the money, and you know there's a salary cap, but say, okay, spend it and allot it how you want. Things can get done. Um, Jeffrey Laurie, the owner, told Howie Roseman, just get it done. Here's whatever budget you need. Make it happen. And it is going to happen. Jalen Hurts is the quarterback, and I was the first one to say, going into last season, knowing they had two first-round picks that were on the horizon, I, you know, this is a make-or-break year for Jalen Hurts. He didn't look great in the wild-card round against Tampa. He has silenced all doubters. I don't think there's a single person who thinks this is either A, a bad decision by Philly, or C, some bad deal by the Eagles' front office. You can bicker about how much guaranteed was gotten given and was it too much, too little, whatever. Um, we're such a different place 12 months later than we were last year that it is no doubt Jalen Hurts' team and mm. his players are the happiest, his teammates are the happiest of all, which says everything you need to know. No doubt about it. Not a single person is sitting here saying, oh, this is a bad deal. Why did they do this? And it speaks to Jalen Hurts and what he was able to do this past season. And I'm home and I'm looking at the news. I'm thinking, all right, Patrick Mahomes signed his deal. Now Jalen Hurts, eventually Lamar Jackson. And representation matters and it's so cool to see these young black quarterbacks in our league making these record-setting deals. Deals and Jalen Hurts getting the richest contract in NFL history is so cool. And then you double down by his agent, Nicole Lynn, as a black female within mm. this game, doing her thing as well. Mm-hmm. So as I'm watching this, I'm just like, man, this is awesome. There's a young kid at home watching, and Jalen Hurts is now all over the news yesterday, not only for his play, but now for what he's getting paid. And you grow up, and this is your dream. You want to make it in the NFL. You want to play in the Super Bowl, perform the way Jalen Hurts performed when he got his opportunity, and eventually get paid and for the Philadelphia Eagles this is everything when you draft somebody and you bring them into your organization you want to grow them you want to develop them and you want to pay them and you want them to represent everything you wanted to mean to be a Philadelphia Eagle in this case in point and I think for Howie Roseman and for Jeff Leary you're like yes we have no problem paying Jalen Hurts because whether it's a really cool sound bite he says after a game or whether it's what he says to his team when he brings up the huddle those are the things and the characteristics you want every single player on your roster to have. So as soon as you pay Jalen Hurts and news breaks and he's the leader of the franchise and he's the face of the franchise, you can point, like I said to everybody, like I said Mm. yesterday, you can point to every member in the organization and say, hey, this is what we want Mm. it to look like. This is the work ethic we want a player to have and the way we want him to go about his business. So extremely
extremely excited mm-hmm. and happy for Jalen Hurts, his family, and everybody in between. It's so cool to see him get paid his entire journey mm-hmm. up until this point. Mm-hmm. You mentioned kids. I can speak to specifically for like a year now. My nine-year-old has wanted a Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle jersey. He loves Jalen Waddle, and it's almost exclusively because he does that penguin thing. And my kid's <laughs> not. He wants to jump. And I said, we'll see how school goes. We'll wait, wait. I pick him up from third grade yesterday. He comes out of school and says, can I have a Jalen Hurts jersey? It's the first thing he said. The kids are talking about it. And I go, Why, well, what do you mean? Why do you want Jalen Hurts? Because he's rich. I'm like, come, come on, Calvin. We can do better than that. He's a lot more than just rich. He wants a Jalen Hurts jersey. But I think it's fascinating because I always say the jersey for a kid is an investment in not only a player on the field, it's a player off the field, and it's a player that is going to stay with his team for a while. He's going to buy that jersey, and then he's gone. And I look at those pictures there of Hurts in the number one, He's wearing the Michael Jordan I'm back t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like that that looks like future potential face of the league stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he has that type of Charisma. He has that type of class and his reputation amongst his teammates. It's really cool. And I will buy a Jalen Hurts jersey for my son. Can I just sprinkle this out here? Just Can I be a little bit of devil's advocate? Just, to, just inject a little bit. Because we're also awash in this incredible story from college and this great young man. And we, we know. We, we've talked about that for a year. Philly is a very skeptical fan base. So I just want to acknowledge them. Is there any sense of nervousness around the table at all that Jalen Hurts has played one great season? Just one? Like, this is not three years in the making. He had one excellent season. Is there any other sense of nervousness that this same front office and these same personnel gave $107 million guaranteed to Carson Wentz just a few years ago? And everyone was saying, we got it! It's the future! It's incredible! We're going to buy my kid a Carson Wentz shirt. How are those jerseys looking? I just want to put this out there. It is not an extensive body of work. It is short. And it is spectacular. But I think the 2021 season, he was, you know, kind of shaky, finding his way very young. And last year was meteoric, absolutely. We've seen some before where it, be, it becomes an outlier season for a young player and it, this, this, that level of play does not keep up. I just, any other town, maybe not. I'm sure there are people in Philadelphia, I don't know, it's a lot of money for one great season. And I love them. And I don't want to spit in the wind right now. But we're talking about the football here. The story is not what's going to earn him this money. We know he has a great story in college and all that stuff. I want to see cons- year after year of excellence is what that contract is. And he's got work to do. Like, this, th- they're coming for him. The, al- the alternative, there. and I, I hear you on that. And I'm you sure there to. are. Because I, I did have some Philly people saying, like, it's a lot of guarantee. You know, and it is. No trade. Whatever, and no trade calls. That said, the alternative, the abyss. Mm-hmm. They got lucky here. Mm-hmm. They struck gold. They found a guy in the second round who was better than their number two overall pick. Like, the alternative is, are you really going to go in door number three? I think they were like, no. I just hope he's great. Super Bowl, he was as good as any quarterback we've seen in that game. He's good. He should have been MVP. Yeah. He should have been MVP in a loss. Yeah, he should have. And he got that. So I, I feel like, yes. You wait one more year and he does continue to then ascend. Then what? Now you do all that. You do all that. I'm not saying they did, they did the wrong thing. I'm just saying, I, know I hope mean. he's a great player every single yeah. year. I want to see it. And we don't know. It's yeah. a small sample size. Okay, so if hindsight's 2020, for what you know of Carson Wentz's best yeah. and Jalen Hurts' best, who would you rather pay for five years for the next five years? Well, the Wentz thing was complicated because he kept getting hurt. Yeah. And I think there were locker room issues with Wentz. Well, so I would say Hurts. That's that's the point, I yeah. think, is that they found, you know, if, if all talent was all equal, I think the style and this person personality of this player that we keep looking at these pictures and there is a real match here between the city of Philadelphia and this young man and I think there's a value in that and I know the football value is wildly important but for someone to have his voice say in a quote from the video that we just played I had a purpose before anyone had an opinion 
That's a remarkable thing for a 24-year-old or younger to say about himself, about his awareness for his football trajectory, for all the things that while his story is remarkable and at times we can say, I can't believe this actually happened, it did happen. And this is why he is the human and the adult that he is and why I think a franchise went to hang their hat on this young man because Carson Wentz may have been talented at the time, but there was a real personality match here that works for mm-hmm. the city of Philadelphia. Because I think the Eagles that we have known from an emotional leader standpoint, I'm thinking of Brian Dawkins in particular, the guy who's in the middle of the huddle, this is that same feeling, that same heartbeat of this young man matches the Eagles, and I think they paid him justly so. And he's a great quarterback. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think those type of question marks always come out when it's a huge deal. You you want to pick it apart and figure out, all right, is this the best match? I just look for Philadelphia, the season he had last year, where they went to play in a Super Bowl. It's like there's no alternative. It's just like this is the going rate to pay a quarterback at the top of the market. You hold out and you say, ah, I'm going to wait one year and see what he does. To your point, if it's not as good of the season, you're like, all right, well, now we don't have to pay him as much. But if he does continue to ascend and go up, now it's just like, well, Justin Herbert just got paid. Joe Burrow just got paid. Well, now we're going to have to pay him more than those two guys. To Schrager's point, when you do it first, you kind of you're able to get it at the lower end because as soon as these next two guys sign and possibly three guys, including Lamar Jackson, they may go out and beat what Jalen Hurts numbers are. But of course, one year, there's question marks. We used to say when I was playing all the time, hey, to get paid, it only takes one great year. There's no point of going out there rookie year, balling out. Get to that contract year, go off and you can get paid and figure it out from there. He also was playing on such a small salary last year that this is what makes it so astronomical. But it also, Herbert and Burrow, they're going to make real money these last two years. In their mm-hmm. rookie contracts, they were first and sixth overall pick. Hertz has not made real money yet, so I think True. that one is cool for him. I don't know if we have the time. We're going to get to the Lamar stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's massive. I, and I think we're going to get to it later in the show. But I, I want to ask you, because you seem very happy and excited, and you think that Jalen Hurts got a great deal. And yet you're also the same one saying Lamar should keep on fighting this fight. So we'll get to that. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is a good draft, and this is a draft that's full of quarterbacks. Left ground with that roll to the right again to the Georgia 40. Crowd fires deep down to the end zone, and it is grabbed in the end zone by Harrison. Brad Ohio takes touchdown, and Levis laid it right on the money. Levis drop. to his left, rolls to his left, stops, looks, into the end zone, touchdown Alabama! Oh yeah, it's that time of year again. We're just a week away from the NFL draft, literally nine days, and then we're getting to go. Um, I take a lot of pride in doing two mock drafts, one of them the week before the draft, one of them the day of the draft. The first one is put out there into the ether, and it is torn apart to bits. Teams get back to me. They say, here's actually something. Mm. The second one is a little more accurate, and we're trying to get as accurate as we can. I always preface it with this, and Kyle, you did a great public service announcement for me yesterday. This is not what I would do. 
These are just some possibilities and some things from what I'm hearing around the league. But I took some big swings. My first mock draft is up right now on NFL.com. We just clicked post. And without further ado, let's get into it. All right, picks one through eight, my first mock draft. There it is. Slow down and digest. Bryce Young goes first. A Colts logo second. The Colts could trade up with a division rival Texans. Here's what I propose in the mock draft. A trade of either DeForest Buckner and the fourth overall pick for the second overall pick. Remember, DeForest Buckner played for D'Amico Ryans in San Francisco, Mm -hmm. just restructured his contract. Or the second round pick and the fourth overall pick to move up to number two. C.J. Stroud goes to the Colts. Three, the the Cardinals stand put, and they get Will Anderson. Four, to shock the Texans. They go Tyree Wilson. Wow. They go right. defense. No quarterback. They trade out of two. They go five. Anthony Richardson to Seattle. Six. Mm. Jalen Carter to the Lions. Raiders go big O-lineman. Peter Skaronsky. Wow. Falcons go Nolan Smith. Digest that for a little bit. Yeah, now let's please. go to the next slide. Okay. Nine through the game. Okay. Bears. Christian Gonzalez over Devin Weatherspoon, the local hero. Eagles, 10. Bijan Robinson. You give Jalen Hurts that running back, and let's go to work. And then here's the shocker. Let's go. At 11, the Tennessee Titans take Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. 25 years old, coming off an ACL. They take him 11th overall, and he'll work with Tannehill until he gets healthy. 12, Will Levis is sitting there. Texans say we'll take him. Not their first pick. Second pick. Maybe not be their second pick. Maybe not be their third pick at quarterback. At 12th overall, they get Will Levis. Jets go O-line. Patriots. Devin Witherspoon. Oh. Defensive backfield. Packers. A little salt in the wound. Do Aaron it. Rodgers. Yes. Jackson Smith. <laughs> Gibba. Take him from Ohio State. Sorry, Rodgers. Enjoy right. New Year. We're going to give it some talent to Jordan Love. <laughs> Washington. Dalton Kincaid. A tight end. Okay. All right. 17. We'll go a little faster on the back half on. here. They just sit pretty, and they get maybe the top tackle in this draft. Paris Johnson goes to the Steelers, which means Joey Porter is not selected by the Steelers. Instead, the Lions get him to go with Jalen Carter. Deontay Banks to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Lucas Van Ness to the Seahawks. The Seahawks will get Richardson and Van Ness, two of the biggest athletic freaks in this draft. Chargers, Michael Mayer, the tight end at Notre Dame. Ravens sit pretty and get Darnell Wright, who's a very highly regarded tackle. The Vikings take another wide receiver, Jordan Addison out of USC. Then, Brian Branch, defensive back, Alabama, does it all for the Jaguars. And let's get to our last slide here. Zay Flowers to the Giants. They they got uh, Wandale Robinson, an undersized wide receiver last year. They get another one this year with Zay Flowers. How about the Cowboys going running back with Gibbs out of Alabama to pair with Marcus Pollard? And then we've got Miles Murphy, another defensive end to Buffalo. Darnell Washington, tight end. Our third tight end of the first round goes to the Bengals. And then we finish it with Jonathan Mingo, late to the Saints. Will McDonald, connection, Matt Campbell and Nick Sirianni, very tight. I got that one from Iowa State to the Eagles. And then we end with Quinton Johnson. They lost Juju. They know the wide receivers room is always looking to rebuild in Kansas City. They get Quinton Johnson, the big guy out of TCU. There it is. Amy. Well, I 
so many things. I, I was like just yeah, yeah. jotting down questions. So, Jamie, don't you feel like that's true? Like what we just saw yeah. in the real draft? Yeah, the draft just Miles Murphy's like going it. to Buffalo from Florida. Yes. Like I feel like those are all just facts. <laughs> yes. That's incredible. Well, if it is a fact, this is what I'm most fascinated about. Yeah. Speak on the fact that you have the Colts jumping up to two, just two spots to take a quarterback because is there something there with C.J. Stroud and why he, the Texans wouldn't want him in Houston? Interesting. So I, I have heard no buzz on Stroud to Houston. I've got the Colts loving Stroud. That's what I've heard. They also mm. apparently like Levis. They have like Richardson. They're, the Colts are in the market for quarterback. Texans have not been outright on quarterback, and it's not just Stroud. It's Richardson included, and even Levis, who I've got them taking later on in, in the 12th overall pick. The Stroud to Houston thing specifically, very quiet. And one of the things that has been mentioned by multiple people and not the agent and, of course, not the team, Stroud is represented by Deshaun Watson's agent. That might be a reluctancy to deal with that whole situation again. I think that's kind of ludicrous if that's actually why they wouldn't. But look, we might wake up on Thursday and it might be obvious that the Texans are taking C.J. Stroud. But I was more intrigued by the Colts' love for C.J. Stroud and also the potential trade partner, a division rival. Would the Texans be willing to trade with the Colts and have to look at C.J. Stroud for the next decade? And if he's really great, know that we passed on him Mm. and it was our pick that we gave up to see him do this. The Giants... They were the ones that were passed over. The Eagles traded with the Cowboys. They have to watch Micah Parsons every mm-hmm. single day. And, mm-hmm. and you look at that draft, they deal with that. Um, Stroud to the Texans might very well be the case. 99% of the, the, yeah. the mocks you have out there have it. I went a little different, and I thought D'Amico Ryan's a defensive mm. head coach with a GM who's pretty secure. Mm. They don't have to take the quarterback. Can I tell you something right now on NFL.com? Schrager mock is the number one story. Okay. Yep. If you go a few ticks below it, it says Texans GM opening to listening for calls for number two pick. Mm. You're right there next to each other, buddy. I, Nick Casario did not play by the rules. Yeah. Remember, he took Derek Stingley before Sauce Gardner last year when every mock draft had Sauce before Stingley. Mm. Yeah, and Stingley played well as he well. Did. And as I look at this, you have the Texans passing up, making that trade, Colts get Stroud, but the Texans still end up getting yeah. a quarterback later in Will Levis. Five quarterbacks going in the first 12 picks. Kind of insane for a first yes. round. Yeah. It's very high, and I, it's not a great quarterback draft where it's like there's, you know, three all pros here. I just felt the urgency for these teams made mm-hmm. sense. Anthony Richardson to Seattle is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. They have Geno Smith. They love Geno Smith. Geno's deal is essentially one year, $27 million, and there's all sorts of ways out of it. Geno's 32 years old. I don't think the Seahawks plan on being top five again anytime soon. Yeah. Will Levis was the hardest one for me. I didn't know what to do with him Mm -hmm. because I heard the Colts really like him. I hear there's some other teams that have a high grade on him. But to take a quarterback in the first round, you're saying you are the guy. Mm, For me, I gave him to the Texans in their second first round pick because it's like, all right, we got another guy. We got something else in common. It's almost like we'll take him if he's there. But I don't have many teams for Levis. I really don't. You got a little cute with the Levis, I think. I know. I think I think it would be it would be adorable if the Texans like, hey, we still got I a know. quarterback. So, but maybe it works out that way. The Levis thing is fascinating because I'm watching your face like sprinkle into different expressions. You can't find a I've place. I've seen it. I've seen guys, you know, Paxton Lynch. I've seen guys that when they don't have a place going know, into draft, they, they just mm, fall. I know. Yes, last year everyone's like Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett yeah. and Pickett went twenty, and none of the other guys got taken I in the know. first round. Um, 
the fun picks, yeah. some of the, the headliners we know, including the Bears. The Bears are at nine. You know, they used to be at one. They go to nine. Bijan Robinson and Devin Witherspoon on the board. You've got them taking the corner, Christian Gonzalez. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, he is a gamer. He is a athlete. And I I know that this is one of those deals where you're like, well, what do you mean? He's a gamer and an athlete. They're all gamers and athletes. <laughs> yeah, they're so all athletes. <laughs> um, I know what you mean. This one here, different body size, taller, leaner. I feel like he could fit Eberflus's defense. And I also just, I, I'm hearing more and more, it's 50-50, Weatherspoon or Gonzalez. And in this case, I think Gonzalez might make more sense for the Bears than Weatherspoon. Mm. Mm, that is, it was a, to jump the local, the local product, this would be interesting. Let's go pass catchers. You, you really intrigued me. This is what I wrote down on my sheet in particular, okay. the back end. Always interested in where the Vikings are taken. You had him go wide receiver, Jordan Addison. The Bengals getting Darnell Washington, the tight end out of Georgia, that late to me would be one of the most ridiculous steals to bolster an offense that's already so powerful. And then Quentin Johnson just adding, I mean, Mike, if Patrick Mahomes had that talented big wide receiver, walk us through some of these pass catchers. Here's the deal. There's not a, I mean, this is going to sound like you're like saying, not a great wide receiver draft. It's not. There's no Randy Moss. There's no Calvin Johnson. There might not be a Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. And that comes from the scouting community. So we have a receiver taken 15th overall, but I have him going there. It could as easily be Quentin Johnson. It could have easily been Jordan Addison. They're wide over. It is a great tight ends draft. Yeah. So I think you're going to see potentially three tight ends in the first round, maybe four. And I don't think the wide receivers are going to be going top 10, maybe not even top 15. Mm. I don't think it's a great wide receiver draft compared to other years. And yet the tight end draft is awesome. Vikings, Thielen's gone. It was a fit. Yeah. Addison can play, he can move. Mm-hmm. Vikings quarterback was something I wanted to figure a way mm-hmm. to do. I thought it would make sense. Mm-hmm. It just didn't with all the way this went. Peter, you're not just the pure mocker. You're also not the pure insider. You're also a content provider, and you understand the content that comes at this table. <laughs> I'm looking at the Green Bay Packers. Yes. How much is that of you wanting it, or are you hearing whispers? Because it, it, ex- explain, contextualize for everybody why that is a, a crazy pick. 100% wanting it. Okay. 0% whispers. Why receiver <laughs> the Packers the first? 100%. Zero. Not 99. They've never gone, rece- they've never gone receiver never. with Aaron Rodgers. Never tight end either. Never tight end. No. You know, you want to go on Pat McAfee and talk about all the old people from the old mm. front office and how good they are and how great they are and how you are going to retire. Mm. This is what I want. I want I want content. I want them to come out in the first round. I want them to take a wide receiver and say, we love Jordan Love and we want to give him all the tools that are possible. Look, I think there are, every receiver is going to be on the board and every tight end is on the board when the Packers are up. It would be irresponsible not to give Jordan Love a pass-catching talent in this draft. Again, not a great wide receiver draft where there's all these guys. Not a bunch of blue chippers in this draft. But if they can get Jordan Love another receiver based on what the receiver's room looked like last year and who left, Alan Lazard, I think it makes the most sense. Sorry, Rogers. Might it be irresponsible to draft out of spite, though? Like- <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. The Rams run it back tour did not go well last year. It went awful. They lost a key uh, role player at every position, and it included Matthew Stafford, who 
only appeared in nine games before being sidelined with elbow issues after getting hurt against the Saints. Stafford was in Los Angeles yesterday at Rams' voluntary off-season workouts, and he was asked how he was feeling ahead of the next season. I mean, I felt really confident I was coming back. Um, I feel like more people were less confident in that than I was. But, uh, no, I was ready to go, ready to play, um, you know, as soon as I was cleared. And I feel great, feel healthy, and, and um, you know, I'm not, I'm not 25, um, but uh, I definitely feel good. You know, not probably a human jugs machine like I used to be, uh, but uh, can still get it out there and, and throw it around, um, you know, uh, a bunch. So um, it'll be a, a process, as it always is, to, to try and stay as healthy as you possibly can at all times. But I definitely feel like I can go out there and, and um, compete and, and do everything I want to do, uh, which is fun and exciting for me. Stafford showing a lot of personality, but also a lot of confidence there. Because he's not 25, but he can still sling it, and uh, he's no longer the human jugs machine. I like that. We forget that this Rams team was really good. Really good two years ago. Mm -hmm. And they all got injured. Everyone was out. Um, And yet they still found a way to win some games at the end of the season. Let's go to next year, though, in a game we call We In or We Out. Let's start off. I'm going to make a comment. You guys tell me if you agree or not. All right. Though the Niners went to the NFC Championship game and the Seahawks went to the playoffs, the Rams should be preseason NFC West favorites with a fully healthy Matthew Stafford. Are we in or are we out? Jason McCourty. Really cool hearing Stafford talk. Human jugs machine. I really enjoy that, but I'm 100% out. Out, okay. The 49ers won the division last year. The 49ers have been really good. We can easily just say, hey, if the 49ers have a healthy quarterback next year, they are the favorites to win that division. They swept the Rams last year. They were undefeated in their division last year. I have no reason to believe that whether it is Brock Purdy, whether it is Trey Lance, whether it is Sam Donald, that Kyle Shanahan will somehow be able to have the quarterback go out there and play competent enough for them to at least be the favorites Mm -hmm. in the preseason to win that division. Mm. I'm out, too. I'm out, too. I'm going to Seattle, though. Mm-hmm. Did you know that the Seahawks are drafting Lucas Van Ness, an edge rusher from <laughs> Iowa? They're going to get him in the first. They're going to get Anthony Richardson in the first. He may take over eventually. Future's Listen, I, I know it was a weird season last year, but, Peter, like everyone wasn't injured. I saw Ramsey out there. I saw Donald out there. They were 3-6 and six with Stafford. It was terrible. And I know Cooper got hurt, and it was mm-hmm. just this, this sort of snake-bitten weird year. I like what Seattle's doing. It's never super exciting and over the moon nationally for Seattle, but they're always solid. They're always there. I think they're getting better in the draft. I like Van Ness out of Iowa. They're going to get him for sure. <laughs> that is a deadlock, and he'll be coming after Stafford, Peter. So I'm going to Seattle. I'm going to say you're welcome already to the uh, Rams social media department because this has officially become billboard material <laughs> as I had to reread this question two times because my initial reaction was such a visceral, seriously, is this a question mm. that I'm going to go out on this too. They are absolutely not the preseason favorites, uh, even if he is healthy. They had a lot of other issues they had to fix. They have a ton of new coaches as well that they have to get in the mix. So no, it's still somebody else besides them. I don't even have to pick who it is. Yeah, I would say Seattle is to me, and that's shocking considering how good San Francisco was. Yeah. Seattle brings back everyone and Gino, and they're going to have two picks in the top 20. You're mm. right. Um, the case for the Rams. The most draft picks of any team this year. Yeah, they know I'm a first-rounder, but mm-hmm. they load up on the draft. Mm-hmm. They get Cup back. They get Donald back. They get Stafford back. They get Cam Akers back. Mm-hmm. They get all these guys back, and they are truly under the radar. I mean, yeah. we're talking way under the radar. Maybe justify You're not asking that. if they're making playoffs. Should they be preseason yes. favorites? Yeah. And I don't think they should. <laughs> Welcome back, Mr. Scott Peel. Good morning, everyone. Great to see everyone. 
Scott, uh, there were big news that was made out of Philadelphia yesterday. Just as we left the set, our NFL Network insiders Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero broke into programming to tell us that Jalen Hurts had agreed to a five-year, $255 million contract mm. extension. When you look through the details of the deal, and I know you know Jalen Hurts quite well, what stood out to you about the contract and the extension? Well, it, it wasn't so much the details of the contract, Peter, because we're still getting some of that in. But what stood out to me was what a great job they did getting this done quickly, getting it done quietly. Because what the Eagles have done here is they bought a little extra time in terms of they have eliminated a huge distraction. We would have been going into the season where he was due to make $4.3 million. Everyone would have been talking about how little that was. They'd have been talking about the potential franchise number, which this past season for quarterbacks was about $32 million. We will see what that $36 million over the next two years looks like compared to the details of the contract. But to me, this was so smart by the franchise because they have eliminated a distraction. And the other thing that I really like is the length of this contract. They didn't go out and try to take too much of the player's time, which is sending a message not only to Jalen Hurts, that he's going to get another bite of the apple, but to his teammates that this team is not going to try to take advantage of me more than likely when it's my turn to come to the table. So to me, again, it was the elimination and the distraction so everyone can go out and play and he can go out and be the best player that he is and simply lead. Scott, I think about five seconds after the news broke about Jalen Hurts, we started thinking about Lamar Jackson. What are the ripple effects of the Hurts contract for Lamar and some of the other young guys too? Yeah, I think what happens here is once the real numbers are in, it's going to mean a couple of things. What's going to happen is we are going to understand more clearly what the new market is for players in this age range. You mentioned Joe Burrow. You mentioned Justin Herbert. The complicated one continues to be Lamar Jackson because the floor has been set previously, the market has been set previously, and this deal still hasn't gotten done with Lamar. And again, no one's as surprised. You know, I'm still perplexed by the whole thing. But when you look more back to Burrow and to Herbert, to me, this is going to tell this tells me that Justin Herbert is probably going to get a deal that's similar, maybe a little bit more, because he has proven more in terms of the winning and he's done a little bit more and if he waits longer usually again those tides continue to rise in terms of the herbert deal i can't imagine the deal being as good as the hertz deal in the future maybe it'll be close but to me he hasn't done nearly as much as as hertz so to me those markets are in and around being set it should make those deals get done quicker sooner and earlier Scott, let's talk about some players that are coming into the league as soon as uh, late next week. Specifically, Bryce Young, the Alabama quarterback, has canceled the remaining Mm. scheduled draft visits he has with teams. How do we decipher this? Jamie, I don't think we read too much into it, quite honestly, because it's simple. He has visited the teams that matter the most. And I think what people don't understand, what happens with some of these players, if they go on too many visits, it becomes a detriment to them. What I mean by that is their players spend from the time that their season ends until the draft or up until the combine and shortly after their pro day where they're doing everything to get better in terms of their physical conditioning, their sleep, their nutrition. Everything is building up to this point. And when they start going on all these visits, their sleep patterns are messed up. They don't get rest. They're dehydrated from flying. And to me, when I look at Bryce Young, he said, hey, listen, 
I have an idea what's going on. My agent has an idea what's going on. Someone at the top is clearly talking to him. Why am I going to waste my time and let my body get out of shape? I need to just sit here and continue to focus on my training. So when it comes to rookie minicamp, I will be ready physically. I haven't lost those three to four weeks of traveling and lead up to the draft. And I will be ready and not have to worry about soft tissue injuries or problems of not being in shape when I report to rookie minicamp. Scott, let's talk about one of his former teammates at Alabama, Will Anderson. And I know you've worked for Alabama as a consultant. What are your impressions of him as a player, but also as a person? Well, I, I want to talk about the person to start off. I spent a couple of years with him being around the program. And everything that you saw there, the authenticity, the genuine nature of who he is in terms of being a kind person, a good person, a respectful person. I I go back and count how many times he said thank you to you guys, not only when you were on the air, but when you were off air. He's just the right kind of guy. And I want to tell you this, you know, spending time around that program, there's a person there who's uh, Nick Saban's assistant and really her chief of staff. Her name is Linda Leone. Linda Leone worked for Belichick for five years in Cleveland, for Parcells, five years in New York at the Jets, and then has been with Nick for 15 years. And Linda Leone knows every player and every story. When I first asked Linda about Will Anderson a couple of years ago, she said he's one of the finest players and people to ever come through the program, including his family. So everything that I know and see in person and that you all saw, this guy's a total, total package. And oh, by the way, he is going to be a great player in this league, not a good player. Mm. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.